welcome to Rich Hold Fun Mama. I'm Kiki, I'm your host, I am a mother of four, and I am here to help you find the richest version of your life, the funnest version of your life, and the hottest way you can be for you. Now, the podcast is for mamas, but it really can apply to any feminine style woman. I can help you find the way (laughs) with all different ideas. This one today is certainly a little bit different um, and it's a little bit of a like, this is where I'm at, this is what I'm struggling with and this is how I do it. Uh, I hope it helps you and it gives you a little bit of an insight into how my life works but also some different things that I come up with to solve problems. So I hope you enjoy it. Hello, my angels. Now, my season has shifted. It's shifted a little bit because when we came to Bali, when we moved to Bali, do you know, I just had the wildest thought that like, I'll be living somewhere else in two years and someone will be listening to this. Like, where will I be? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how long we'll be in Bali for. Two years probably, but I don't know after that. We'll see. I have some crazy manifestations that I'm just, I'm waiting for them to come true. So (laughs) when we first came, one of our biggest things was to bring in as much support as we could to really allow us to work like more freely and more easily and more openly, like really just like dive in and Over time, both of us came to this kind of realization and it took us a long time because we traveled for quite a while and we really didn't settle down for almost five months. So, you know, when you're traveling and working, it's one thing, but then once you're settled down, it's it's very different, okay? So you might not need the same resources if you're traveling full-time. Like we meet a lot of people who travel full-time for their life and they don't need the same resources as us. It's it's just different. Um, I would not call us full-time travelers. I am not cut out for that. I am not. Bless those who can <laughs> hop on a plane every few weeks. But I am just, I think there will be a season where I am. But uh, it's not just yet. So we instigated so much help and we have utilized so much help. And there is so many fabulous things sometimes they're hard to engage. Like I need someone to clean our scooters. They are just like absolutely filthy mess. And I cannot seem to find anyone who I can just pay, (laughs) pick it up, go take it to get cleaned, bring it back. Um, My housekeeper can do it, but I don't want her to do my shonky jobs. I want to find someone else who will do those. And I will find that person. Uh, So at one point I was using someone's son to do that for a little while for me. And so you can engage like people to do lots of things, but it takes a lot of time to sort out and kind of work out the easiest and the best ways for you. And for us, it really was just so much trial and error. Like we had two housekeepers for ages and we've had one housekeeper and then like we were like, okay, maybe we go back to two, but we give them different hours or it's just always this kind of work in progress. And I'd also started to realize like my older kids were doing like not enough housework. 
Not that I think they have to do lots because I did a shit ton of housework as a child and I'm sure it made me who I am today, but I'm just, uh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. If you're in a season where your kids are needing to do a lot of housework in your home, I fully support that. I love you. Keep going with it. If you see opportunities for different ways, you see opportunities for different ways. I mean, most people that I meet, their kids aren't doing enough. So, you know, but I think my parents maybe took a little bit too far. Uh, But my kids have had a nice long break. They did heaps of housework back when we lived in Australia. So they've had a nice long break, but I was also feeling like, oh, like they're just becoming like slobby, you know, Um, having to remind them to pick up their clothes or having to remind them to pick up their food stuff and put it in the kitchen or whatever, like to wash some dishes and things like that. So it's just different. It's real different. There's no dishwasher to put your dishes in, okay? So my husband and I also got to this point where I was like, oh, it just feels like there's so many people around all the time and I can't concentrate. And it was getting to the point where like I'd sit down and I'd do some work and then it would be like, oh, like someone needs this. Or I was like, I wasn't even getting 30 minute blocks. And we were having like sometimes four people in the house at a time. And although the house is really big and we could kind of escape to like a study area or a different place, I was still like, I just cannot find to, and I really need like really three hours, seven days a week to do all my work and to get it all up and get it all rolling and, and service my clients and things like that. Like I really do need that amount of time, anything less. And I'm feeling really stretched and stressed and it wasn't happening. I wasn't able to really build anything new. And I really felt like any form of like, I want to say spirituality or in-touchness had really gone for me. And I was like, I can't string a coherent sentence together inside my head. Like, I feel like I'm going bananas. And there's so many people to take care of. It felt like a lot. Uh, So very recently, like right before the end of the year or right after the end of the year, we reduced our staff quite a bit. Uh... So really, we just have a couple couple of people who come in and out and then a full-time housekeeper and no childcare. Now, I could really deeply unpack the childcare thing. Uh, it's sort of hard to explain and it probably feels good to people who are used to some form of childcare, but I felt like it was turning my kids into egotistical assholes, truthfully. Uh... I've talked to a few people about this. Like, I don't really think any kids should be sat and played with all day or like pandered to a lot or just given everything that they want. And I felt like that was happening, especially with my youngest boy. And I could see his development was like regressing, but it was of no fault of the person. It's just the way that like they would raise children. And even if you tried to kind of shift things or change things. It just didn't really seem possible to me. It seemed out of the scope of what I could kind of manage. And remember, we're used to no childcare. So back home, we just like took shifts, did our work and just kept going. And really, we operate really, really well as a family unit. 
without any help. And so all of our ideas and and thoughts kind of changed and we were finding it super stressful to manage all these people and the things they had on in their lives too. And it's not that we don't love and support and care for them, but it just felt like too much for our family. Um, And so we haven't had any childcare since, I want to say the first, first or the second. So a few weeks now and it feels amazing. I feel so inspired. I feel so much back to myself and I feel so clear in everything I'm doing. And my kids are happier and my little boy's development is like rapidly shooting up and coming back to normal, which is amazing. Um, it's still a bit whiny, but that, that'll, that'll just work itself out. But what I do find, and this is what I had troubles with back home and thinking that childcare would solve it, but it definitely didn't for me. No shame in the game if it works super well for you, if you like that style of living where it's really on or off. Uh, I don't like that style of living. I like my kids around when I'm working. It gives me ideas. Uh, it's my, they are my true inspiration. It's like they're my artwork. Okay. And so, oh, what was I talking? Like I just lost my train of thought. Wake up Kiki. Oh, so, but the thing I'm finding is that I have to go in and out of work very quickly. I have to be able to switch on and off all the time. I would say maybe 10, 10 to 15 times a day, I'm going in and out of my workspace. And I know I'm suited to this style of living, but I'm not going to say it's without its challenges. Because even if you're sitting down and you're writing out podcast notes or sending emails to team members or servicing some clients, someone will come in and say, well, that air conditioner is broken. Like, what do I do? Or one of the kids will be like, I need a snack now, or I'm bored, like, or whatever. It doesn't mean you're free from those things. And so I'm constantly feeling like I'm going in and out. And so earlier last week, I was like, I'm going to have to like start to do something to be able to move myself in and out better because I'm not doing the greatest job and I'm snapping a lot. Now, the first thing I've done over the last five days is I've gotten up earlier. You know, I've taught on this a lot of times and I'm really torn on the rightness and the wrongness because there's people who, you know, claim to be the 5am club or um, there's a lady who I love following and she gets up at 4am and she has two little ones. And I've been in that season where I got up at 4.45 for like five years straight. And I also felt exhausted a lot, but that's okay. Um, I feel exhausted sometimes, even if I sleep till seven. So I don't think exhaustion is just relative to how much sleep you get, but it definitely can be like, I'm not denying that in any way you can be exhausted. And I'm sorry if you're exhausted, I was feeling exhausted. And then I got someone to bring me a bottle of iron tablets and like my game has changed Oh, I had forgotten to bring any. I can just know sometimes I start to cry excessively because I'm just feeling exhausted all the time and I feel like my legs won't move sometimes. <laughs> That's when I'm low in iron. Anyway, so I have to go in and out a lot and I need to do it graciously and with love, not only to the people I'm dealing with, but myself as well. So I've been doing this little technique and I thought it might help you guys after I've been sharing all my stories. Every time I like leave my workspace, 
I just have this thing where I like picture a light switch going off and it goes dark. And then when I come back into my workspace, it's not that like my life goes dark. It's just like, okay, that is turned off now. But then when I come back into my workspace, which is actually just where I do my makeup, like everything is on this tiny little desk. Again, I have a whole room that I can kit out to myself, but I just love this little space of like doing my makeup or doing my hair or putting earrings in and then filming content. It just feels so good to me. Anyway, so then I switch the light back on, but it's all in my mind. So it's like on, off, on, off. And it's creating a system internally of like knowing when to go in and knowing when to go out. And to me, it feels like breathing and I do have to do it all day. I have to go in and out, in and out all day. And I have to be okay with that because if it pisses me off, then it's no good for anyone and I should just not do it at all. And there are days where I'm like, enough for today. I can't go in and out anymore. But a lot of the times I will go in and out like up to 10 times. And I've been getting up at 5.30. And even some nights where I've gone to bed at 11.30, I'm still getting up at 5.30. And I am feeling so much better because I've got a few hours in before. I've usually listened to a little meditation or something written some notes on what I want to do today and got really super clear on like things for clients or things for my family. It's just like, it's like the morning breath, you know, it's like, I feel like there's nothing worse than getting woken up by your kids. I don't get woken up by my kids very often. Mac woke up at five yesterday, but generally I have to like rip them out of bed myself. So, you know, that's my problem. But um, I have the time to get up before them. But if I haven't made some kind of plans in my head of how the day will look and feel, I do get really frazzled and it's not the healthiest way to go about it. But so try the light switch trick. Also try getting up a bit earlier and just see if it helps you. But the light switch trick is a good one, a very good one. And it's been, I've been using it since the beginning of last week and I'm not getting pissed anymore. I'm just like knowing that that time and space is finished for now and I can come back five minutes later and still turn the light on and it's like the light turns back on and all my ideas come back as well. It's like creating a mental click inside my mind. I'm sure people do things like tapping and all that kind of stuff to do similar stuff, but it's very effective. Give it a go and let me know if you've tried it. I love you and thanks for the chats as always. Thank you so much for listening to my stories, to my things that I fuck up. (laughs) I make lots of mistakes just like you, uh, but I just keep going and you're just going to keep going too. And we're just going to keep going and getting everything we want and building the life of our dreams. Yeah. If you loved this podcast, please share it with someone and share the love. You can share it on your stories and tag me. I would love to see if you've listened to it or you can send me a DM letting me know your thoughts. I love you.